The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 109. You're a non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, host of the Old Pre-Meds Podcast, as well as the MCAT Podcast, Specialty Stories, and the Pre-Med Years. Not to mention, Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Today, we're taking a question directly from the Old Pre-Meds subform, which is now a form on the medical school headquarters website. If you are new to Old Premeds, Old Premeds used to live on a on a separate website, oldpremeds.org, but now it lives on medicalschoolhq.net. Old Premeds is dedicated to helping the non-traditional student getting into medical school. So, with that said, let's dive in and talk about the question that we pulled today from the forum. So, if you're interested and having a question answered here on the forums, or just in general, plugging into an amazing network of students and med students and physicians, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash forms. You can check out all of the forms we have there. We have general pre-med form. We have the non-traditional pre-med form. We have an MCAT form. Go there, answer some questions, ask some questions, and join the community. Today, we have a great question from a 30-year-old married mom who has worked in various non-health office jobs over the last several years and is looking to go back to medical school at this point. Now, she has a lot of information. I won't read it all. I'll get to the gist of her question. So she says, since it will take me several semesters to complete all those necessary chemistry classes in succession, because she has to take a lot of general biology and chemistry, I am looking for some advice on non-prerequisite steps since steps to take between now and applying to medical school. My current full-time employment is an office job in digital marketing with no seniority but some scheduling flexibility. I would love to get a head start on gaining healthcare experience outside of volunteering, but I'm unsure what would make the most sense. Maximizing present income is not a huge priority, but as a parent of young children, my time is in short supply. I also do not think I currently have the qualifications or relevant experience that medical scribing, admin, assisting, et cetera, roles would require. My question, would it be worthwhile to seek additional training via an online program such as a certified medical admin assistant course? I am intrigued by the idea of working as a medical scribe while completing my prerequisites, but I don't know what I can do to make myself an attractive candidate for such a position at this point. Should I even try to get such a job? I'd appreciate your suggestions and advice. Any other comments you have about strategies for making this whole getting into med school thing work are also welcome. Well, step one, listen to this podcast. Hopefully you're on the right track there. Step two, join a great community at Old Premeds, which again, lives at medicalschoolhq.net now. Join the forums over there. The non-traditional forums are there for you to ask questions, to learn, to collaborate. So let's start with jobs and what a student should be doing in this interim. 
I had this conversation the other day with a student who I'm coaching through the application process, and he was asking about what to do next. He's taking a gap year. He just finished a master's. He's taking a gap year, and he's trying to figure out what to do next. And he said, well, there's, there's two things I can do. I can do something fun, like maybe go work at a zoo, or I can go work in a hospital, in a clinical setting, a research setting, et cetera. And I said, why does it have to be so binary? Why is it just a zero and a one game? Why only fun or only research and clinical? Why not look at something where you're doing something fun 10 or 20 hours a week and you're doing something medically related and research related, clinical experience related the other 20 hours a week or more? It doesn't have to be an all or none game. And he's like, oh, I didn't even think about that. I've I've only been thinking about one or the other. So as you're going through this process, as you're looking at your options, it's not a binary choice. There are a lot of in-between options that don't require making a sacrifice to cut one thing out to only do something else. With that said, let's talk about jobs for pre-meds. Medical scribing is a pre-med job. You don't need any experience to get a job as a medical scribe. The scribe company will train you. They'll give you some information about medical terminology. They will give you information about how to, how to take notes and listen to the physician and kind of translate what the physician or PA or NP is saying and put it in the notes. You will get that on-the-job training. So, Medical scribing is great. It's a minimum wage job. If your financial situation is such that you can work maybe, again, part-time in your current office job and part-time as a medical scribe, that's a win-win. You're still getting some more income, but you're also getting the medical scribing position. Amazing clinical experience to write about, talk about, and to start to learn about healthcare. Medical admin, I wouldn't bother looking into. It's a non-clinical position don't even bother doing it. Medical assistant, amazing job, great clinical experience. Again, it's usually a lower wage position and typically you need training to do it. So I'm not sure about online courses for a medical assistant, but looking look around, see how much the courses cost, how long is it going to take to complete. Maybe an online program is great. Look at potential employers and ask them, hey, I'm interested, I'm a pre-med student, or maybe don't talk about being a pre-med student, but talk about being interested in in being a medical assistant. If you talk about being a pre-med student, then they're going to assume you're going to leave pretty soon, and why put any effort into hiring you? So I may avoid talking about that. But say, hey, I'm looking at a career change. I, I think I'd love to be a medical assistant. Will you hire me if I have this online degree? Ask those questions get to the answers so that it gives you the confidence to move forward in an online program. Outside of that, you can go be an EMT. Again, an EMT is one of those things that requires training. You need to take a course to become an EMT. And those are usually 200 plus hours, 200, 250 hours to get the course. It's a lot of time to finally be an EMT. Great clinical experience though. 
you don't have to do a clinical job before you start medical school. If you're enjoying your job in digital marketing, you have a flexible schedule, it works for you, that's okay. But make sure that you're also doing these other things. You're shadowing, you're getting clinical experience. You don't need to do that full time. Once a week, once every other week, you get a day's worth of hours. That's a lot of time when it adds up over the course of a year or two. You don't need to work in healthcare. Now, with that said, there are some schools out there who may look at your non-commitment to medicine or may look at your your not leaving your current job for a job in medicine as a non-commitment to medicine. And they go, they, they might say, hmm, I guess she's really not that interested in medicine. If she was, she would have left her job to find a job in medicine. There might be admissions committee members out there who will think that. And if there are, oh, well, you need to do what's right for you and your family and your situation, your specific situation. But in general, again, starting from the beginning, it's not a binary choice. You can work part-time for your current job, part-time doing something else. You can work 30 hours in your current job, 10 hours doing scribing, gives you lots of continued free time to have with your family. So lots of options. Hopefully that helps you as you prepare for your journey to medical school as a non-traditional student. If you are a non-traditional student, I hope you are listening to this. You don't have to be, though. I hope you enjoyed this episode and got something out of it. If you have any questions, go to medicalschoolhq.net slash forms. Click on the non-traditional forms and ask a question there. That will hopefully be answered here on the Old Pre-Meds podcast. I hope to catch you next week here on Old Pre-Meds. Don't forget to check out the Pre-Med Years, where this week we talk to Mama Dr. Jones from Instagram about imposter syndrome and how to overcome that. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.